Hey everybody, this is Anisha with another episode of The Read Podcast. Yes, formerly known as Read Between the Wines. Oh, oh my God. I'm Anisha for all my new readers who's just tuning in for the first time. But today's topic is real serious. Like, it's been heavy on my mind. It's something that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. And it's really the topic of manifestation and discipline. But like, of course, before we get into that, how have y'all been? Like, have y'all been really, because we can't go outside. So like either you're in a house focusing on everything you need to get done or you're becoming lazy or you've been eating the whole house. That's me. Listen, I've been a mixture of two. Either I'm eating the whole house down or I'm focusing on my goals and I need everything done. There's really no in between. Either I'm focusing on the goals or I'm eating the whole house. So that's how I've been. Um, have any of you tried any new recipes while you've been home? Um, okay, so let me tell you. Recently, I really drove an hour. And I, it, I'm not saying I drove an hour there, an hour back. But 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back for this seafood boil. Now, don't get me wrong. I eat seafood all the time. But I go to the supermarket. I get the crabs. I come home and I cook them. But I've been craving like the boil sauce. And I'm a garlic butter medium person. Like, take me to Claw Daddy's, take me to the boil, take me to Crab Spot House, take me to Hook and Reel, take me to Submarine Crab, take me to Crafty Crab. Wherever I go, hot and juicy, wherever I go, I'm getting garlic butter medium. Like, I don't want to try nothing else. I don't want nothing spicy. And for some reason, the garlic butter medium sauce tastes different everywhere you go. It's like, but there's this specific place in um, Florida and Pembroke Pines and it's called Submarine Crab. I love the sauce. And for some reason I was craving it real bad. Now I called on Sunday and Sunday was a holiday at the time. So no one answered the phone. I guess they were extremely busy. Something told me that Anisha go up there because I really wanted this. And I went up there. They let me order and I got my food. I was so happy. But okay, that's how, that's how I've been. But as far as manifestation and discipline is concerned, have you guys seen B Simone lately? Like let's let's take a second and give it up for her. Like she had a plan. She was like, "I want to be a millionaire by my 30th birthday." Literally, she did a countdown video. She called herself the manifestation queen. Anything she say happened. And the reason why I resonate with her a lot is because the life I'm living right now is what I manifest last year. And it's almost scary. Like it, it literally is. But I'm going to finish about that later. But be Simone. Yeah. So on her 30th birthday, she literally became a millionaire. Like she deposited her last dollar into her checking account. And it, her checking account said $1 million. And... When it comes to the topic of manifestation, she's real big on like journal writing. And don't get me wrong, I do want to get into writing journals, but I'm more of a, a vocal person. I'm more of a visual person. Like if I do, I could do vision boards every day. I can talk about it. That's why I created this podcast to get a lot of things that I want done. Whereas writing every day, I never go back and read my writing. So that's why it wasn't helpful for me. Like when I record a podcast, I listen to these. I'd be like, all right, next time I need to do better on this part and that part, but I like to hear it. So 
that's why I haven't been doing a lot. But B. Simone calls herself the manifestation queen. And she's been inspiring so many people to manifest their dreams. And I love that about her because I am living proof that manifestation really works. If any of you or the um, readers that are listening have listened to me last year compared to this year, everything I said I want, I have. And I'm not saying that I said I want a million dollars and I have a million dollars this year. But it was um, the simple basis of I said I want to move out of New York City. I did that. I said I wanted an apartment. I got my apartment. I said I want a, a car. I'm on my second car. Yes, I got into an accident. But I also said that I'm going to strictly come out here and I'm being grind mode because I'm trying to get my life in order. So I'm going to need a nine to five job and I'm going to need to bartend on the side. Now, of course, there are a million ways to make money. I'm really not into the working all day thing. But for me at the time, that was the best thing to do because it's like I need a nine to five job because I'm trying to get an apartment. I'm trying to get a car. You have to prove your income. So I kind of knew what exactly I needed. I literally came out here and made it happen immediately like to this day like this day today I don't know how I did it and I'm cannot even tell you I'm even finished like I'm nowhere near done but what's crazy is that as far as manifestation is concerned I used to do um virtual vision boards for interior design because I'm still to this day an inspiring interior designer but I used to do virtual vision boards when we used to um go online And when I looked at some of the old vision boards I did, it scared me because literally the exact same bed on the first bedroom vision board that I did, I have right now. Like the bed is here in my house, like the same bed from that vision board like three years ago. I was like, wow. And honestly, I'm going to just do my room like that vision board. I might as well. I didn't even plan on getting the same bed. It was the bed was affordable at the time. It was cheap. And I had to get something to sleep on because I got totally tired of sleeping on my air mattress. It was scary. But I do think it's really important for you to manifest every single thing that you want in your life. Like, why not? It's like, I like, I'm a big, I'm really big on if you can believe it, you have to see it, eat, sleep and breathe it and it will happen. And talk about it enough. Like, affirmations. Now, I've become new to this affirmation thing. It's like, now that I live alone, it's things that I've been wanting to do that I literally do. So it's like, when I get up in the morning, I told myself that I don't want to be the person that roll out of bed in a rush, do what I got to do. Because that's who I've been in New York. It will be times I have to be to work at 9 o'clock. I'll be stretching yawning at 745. Now, it's like, I work a little later. When I wake up in the morning... I put on music. I put on music that makes me happy. Like one day I sat down, wrote a list of all the songs that make me happy. And every morning I select one of the songs and I play them to start my day. Well, I play, you know, one or two songs. I start the day with that. I stretch and then I say affirmations. I first, before I even start the affirmations, don't get me wrong, y'all. And this, this may sound crazy. I, I, um, I thank God. And I'm not saying thank you, God, for opening my eyeballs, but literally my morning is like, ah, open my eyes, play my music. So let's say, for example, Kurt Franklin, um, Smile. I love that song. So I will play the song, 
So mm, it's playing on my sound bar. So the whole house has the energy. I will wake up like, thank you, God. I know today is going to be a good day. Um, it's going to be better than yesterday. You have plans for me today. Whatever message or life lesson I'm supposed to learn today, please guide my steps in order to get there. I am beautiful. Money will be around me. I attract money. I attract value. I attract people who are successful and that will get me to a different level of success. I, and y'all like, yo, when I say it, you'll be like, if you was in my house, you'll be like, yo, who are you talking to? Like, I really say it and mean it because I truly believe that I attract people that are going to help me get to my highest point in my life. And I say this ever since I started bartending in Brooklyn. When I say a lot of the relationships I've established from being a bartender in Brooklyn are people I still talk to today. Like my mentor, my like every person is like I met them through life and I didn't plan on meeting them that way. But it's like the circle I surround myself with and I say my circle is because I believe in it takes an entire village to raise a child. Like, if you're from Queens, New York, you know PS140, that is our school model. That's the first time I ever heard that saying. It takes an entire village to raise a child. Um, Duke Ellington Elementary School. And I believe that every phase of my life, I become a child again. And this may sound crazy. So, yes, I finished college. Yes, I'm an adult. Yes, I'm in my mid-20s. But I'm still a child in this adulting phase. Like, I'm new to living on my own. I don't have a big giant savings account. I don't have um, money coming in. My credit is not where I want it to be. I'm still a child. And my circle, my surroundings, that's the village that's going to help and support me get to the next level. And then when I get to the next level, I want to be better than that. But my circle around me is going to keep pushing me. It's going to be the people that I go to if I need help. Be the people that are going to be there when I fall down to tell me like, look, why are you even moving like that? And that's so important to have in your life. Like I can't, I cannot express that enough. Like I can't say that enough that the people you surround yourself with, like really pay attention. And I was just sitting down the other day and I was thinking like, yo, I really have some dope friends. Like some of my closest friends are homeowners before they turn 20, before they turn 30. Like actually own a home, a whole home and making money from a rental property, still have their job. My other friends have jobs where they're making um, six figures. I have mentor friends that are investing into the market or who've been entrepreneurs successfully for over 10 years. You know how inspiring that is? Like, I have a friend that would um, just tell me, like, oh, man, it, it would literally, like, I have to be to work at 10. This is recently. It would be, like, 930. And he'll be like, damn, I only made 1200 today. I'm like, at 930? I didn't even go, I didn't clock in yet. I made $0 at that time. You know how inspiring that is? And then they'd be like, yo, this is how you do it. Here's the information. Here's the knowledge. All you have to do is be ready to learn it. And that's the biggest thing. Like, every time somebody says they want to do something or even myself, like the person that I want to be, the resources are out there, especially today, like 2020, any information you need, you can literally go to, you can go to YouTube and it's a step-by-step. 
do one, do this, do that. Like the blueprint is there. It is there. But that's why I bring discipline into this because the blueprint could be there as long as it want. But if you are not disciplined, none of it means anything. And that's something I do need to work on. I have all these amazing, amazing, amazing ideas. But when it comes to discipline, it's like I lack that. And I think I lack discipline because where the phase of my life that I'm in, I'm not at a place where I can sit and be patient. I'm constantly grinding, grinding, grinding so I can be comfortable enough to, to I can be comfortable enough to do the type of things that I want. And a lot of times when I should be studying or focusing on me, I'm like, oh, no, I got to go to work. I'm picking up another shift. I need my money. And it's like I keep feeling like I have to make extra money, make more money, make more money when I should just be managing the money that I make better. Like there's no way that I, Anisha Reed, can be a millionaire if I don't know how to manage a hundred dollars. And I'm saying a hundred dollars, but I'm just saying like, unless you master how to save a hundred dollars, you will never get a thousand dollars. Unless you master how to save that thousand dollars, you will never get 10,000. Unless you master that 10,000, you will never get a hundred thousand. When you master how to save the hundred thousand, then your millions will come because think about it. If you get a hundred thousand, all you have to do is do the exact same thing you did that 10 times or be smarter about it. Double your investments, whatever you do. There's ways though. So when I say I see myself as a millionaire and this is why I have so much respect for B. Simone, because literally if anyone's to ask me, Anisha, how would you be a millionaire? I can tell you right now. I see it. It's clear. And the crazy thing about it, y'all, when I be thinking about becoming a millionaire, I don't be thinking about like, wow, I have a million dollars. I be like, yo, damn, I'm in a new tax bracket. I'm going to have to pay this many taxes. I'm going to have this type of people are going to ask me for money. How am I going to take care of my family? I still have a mother that I live in the projects. I still have a father that's not all the way together. And although I worked as hard for me, I feel like there's people in my life that help me get to that point and I have to make sure everybody good. But I can't let it take away from me and grinding while I help them get good. So it's like when I think about being a millionaire, I'd be like, yo, I have to make sure that when I get to that point in my life that everybody along the way is, is situated and is good and they're genuinely happy for me. And that's the energy I felt and be Simone thing. I cried and maybe I'm just a big baby. Well, when I see people so happy or when I see people grind and they hit a goal, it's like personal to me. Like my heart gets overwhelmed with joy. Like, oh, my God, you did it. I'd be so happy for people that I don't even know. Like I've never met this person. Like you would think I know. You would think I know B. Simone. You would think she's my homegirl the way I talk about how happy I am for her. Like I've been watching her the whole time. No, but I love it. I love it. But as far as sacrifices, like, there's some things I have to sacrifice on. Like, I'm really big on eating out, y'all. Like, I love a good meal. And not even on some, oh, you need to go out and get a steak because I don't eat beef. But if I go to a restaurant, I want a nice cocktail that comes in a pretty glass. I want to try something that I can only get at that restaurant. I'm not a person that's going to go out and be like, you know, let me just get an appetizer or I'm going to get my usual 
a glass of wine. No. Y'all make raspberry bouillet here. Give me the raspberry bouillet. You know, I want want the smoke. I want the fuzz. I want to be treated. And I don't wait around for people. So if I have a craving for it, I would just get up and go by myself and I'm okay. And I had to learn that. No, no. But what I did for me to help with that discipline, as far as just going out all the time, I I became a workaholic to where I didn't have time to go out. And then that has its downside. It's because like you don't have time to go out. So when you do have time to go out, you go out, out. And it's like, all right, all right. But moving has been the most overwhelming things I have ever encountered. And I literally had to be real disciplined to do this. Like, remind y'all, I moved, I didn't move a bed. I didn't move. I had a knee of myself in three suitcases. I didn't have it. I'm just looking at my room right now. I didn't have a TV. I didn't have a bed. I didn't have a mattress. I didn't have pillows. I didn't have a lamp. I didn't have nightstands. I didn't have a plug-in. I didn't even, I have a big walk-in closet. When I say it was just my suitcase in the closet, I didn't even have hangers. So it's like every little detail I had to buy, 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 buy. And I'm just constantly buying, 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 buying. I didn't realize that when you live on your own, you really have to buy every single seasoning that you need. Like it's humbling. It's very humbling. And there's things I did have to give up. I wasn't buying designer clothes. The way I wear my hair, those weaves and wigs, they was lasting three or four months. I'm sorry. I wasn't the girl getting my hair done every three weeks and stuff. Nails, please forget about it. I, I, it was a point that when I first moved here, I was pressed on Patty. What's my name? Press on Patty. How, how was my nails? Pressed on with a sticker. And I had to learn that. Look, I know you like a certain way. I know you like to look a certain way. I know you like to feel a certain way when you're done up. But that has to be occasionally. It was given. I was going to get my hair done, nails done. Um, you know, just doing my makeup. And I was at work from day and night, sun up to sundown. Who, who, what did I get those nails done for? To put gloves on at work? To, hide, to break them while I'm pouring a drink? To type on a keyboard in an office? I don't even have any work base. Like, no, I have to, I have to chill. And it takes, it takes real discipline. And then discipline doesn't even come from the fact of just spending. It's more so where you spend your time. Like if you want to accomplish this goal, why can't you dedicate an hour a day, two hours a day to doing something that's going to benefit you in the long run? That's the thing. That moment of sacrifice is equal to a lifetime of paradise. Like if you sacrifice a portion of your time, the rewards are so much better. Six months of consistent hard work puts you two years ahead. I'll never forget that. And that's something that I want all of my readers, like everyone that's listening to this, let's let's do a discipline challenge. Like pick out one goal you want to accomplish and dedicate one hour a day to that goal for two weeks and see how much closer you are to that goal. See how much closer you are and let me know. Let me know because I I believe that you're going to be a lot closer. I believe that wholeheartedly. And you have to be scared of your goals too. You have to be scared. And I'm not saying have your goals unrealistic because that's not smart. But when I say be scared of your goals, I mean, like I'm really scared of when I become a millionaire is because I'm thinking of the taxes. 
I don't know what to do with the money. I'm I like, I could see myself having a million dollars and not getting a new car because I'm like, damn, because my biggest thing is making more money, but keeping my expenses the same or lower. I'm not the person that's going to make more money and buy a bill or pick up a car or get a more expensive apartment or that's, that's, that's counterproductive. That means you're not making more money if you're going to spend more money. The only way you make more money is if you spend the same money while making more money. You don't touch the more money and you save that more money. And that's how you get closer to your savings goals. Like it, it's, it's strategy. But it's like when it comes to every goal, rather it's big or small, you have to see it. Like literally take a second of your day, even if it's like 15 minutes, just really sit down, meditate and see yourself accomplishing that goal. Like, I have a story that I never told anyone, and I'm going to open up about it right now. When I first went to college, I knew, like, not like I wanted to be. I knew that I was going to be an AKA. I knew it. So when I was in high school, I would be in the mirror doing my poses. There's times I would stare at myself in the mirror and I start crying like, oh, my God, I did it. Like, I really did it. I'm, I'm an AKA. And I was not even in college yet. Like, I felt that emotion, that same emotion that I felt in my probate. It was kind of weird to me because it's like, yo, I, I already felt this feeling because I manifest this very moment. It, it, it was scary. Graduation, being the first one in my family to graduate. I practiced graduation so many times. Like, I really, like, like even down to my picture caption. It was like my junior year, I was in my notes on my iPhone writing a whole caption like, wow, today I really crossed the stage, being the first in my family to graduate. This, my mother's out there. She's crying. She's looking at me. I didn't even know if I was going to pass my senior, how I was paying for my senior year. But I felt it. I saw it. It was so real. It was like, what? Like I did this already. Like, and that is scary because it's like, I really visualize myself in certain situations of things that I accomplished that haven't been accomplished yet. And I don't know if that's the way I manifest things, but it becomes so, so real. Like if you don't take nothing from what I said, I know I've been talking, but literally meditate on your goals. Take 15 minutes, at least a day to visualize yourself accomplishing your goal. Then take an hour to work on that goal. And let's just see how far we get, yo. We have nothing but time right now. If Rona, you know, missed the COVID, if they haven't showed us anything, they showed us that being prepared and having time is so important. And let's value these things. Like, I'm I'm healthy. I'm alive. I still have income coming in. I'm blessed. My bills are still paid. My lights are still on. I still have food in my refrigerator. And I don't know how I'm doing it, but it's happening. And it's all because I know I'm going to be good. Like, I tell myself this every day. Anytime I felt like, Anisha, you're going to be fine. You, You know how to get things done. You attract whatever you need in your life to happen. You attract it. And it it happens every time. So don't you ever doubt yourself. Don't. Don't. Don't.
oh, I'm getting emotional just talking about this. I get chills. Like, my body gets chills when I talk about visualizing goals because there's some things that I really see. Like, I see it. But um, let's talk good news. Oh, my God. Good news for the week, y'all. So I started, there was um, ads on Instagram or Google or whatever. Instagram is like my news. I'm sorry. I can't lie to you. I don't watch the news. I watch Instagram. But I saw ads where it said face, um, Harvard was giving away free classes, courses. So I enrolled in a persuasive writing and speech class. And it started um, yesterday. And so that's been going well. I mean, I read the syllabus. I did my little introduction. The first assignment hasn't been due yet, but I'm going to work on that tomorrow. I've been studying options, like how to trade on the market, because my mentors around me are doing incredibly well. I have one of my closest friends from high school and my other mentor, and they've been guiding me as far as any support, any questions I need. It's like they love talking about it, and I love that they're so patient with me because a lot of questions I be asking are dumb questions. Don't get me wrong. It's questions that I can figure out, but they're, they're very patient with me. And next week, I want to talk about, I want to talk about something, something else. Like, of course, every episode I do talk about something else, but no, next week, I know exactly what I want to talk about with you guys. And please stay tuned. Oh my God. It's, exciting it's it's worth the chat it is it's time for some girl it's time for some girl talk I know I'd be real serious with y'all talking about your goals and manifestation and I I just that's where my heart is at the moment but I want to talk about some tea my friend had sent this um debate topic over to me and not for my show or anything but we have these type of conversations all the time and she was like, how do you feel about this? And yeah, so y'all got your little hint about what we talk about next week. But until next time, thank you for listening. And this is the Read Podcast.